You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hi, everyone. Paul Lang from Discipline Trading Strategies with this week's podcast. This is episode 25, and it's called What is Risk? And don't be turned off because of it sounding a little boring, because we all know what risk is. It's not really that simple in trading, and the correct definition or the correct understanding of risk is actually critical to your success. Let me start with this comment. Some trader looks at another trader and says, wow, that trade was really risky. What exactly does that mean to say a trade is risky? Does that mean that the trade is more likely to stop out? And if that's true, does that make it a bad trade necessarily? Does it mean that the trade may lose more money than you would intend? And is that what risky means? Or does it mean that some unforeseen event could happen during the course of that trade that could cause you to lose a ton of money? Is that what risky means in this case? Well, let's take a quick look at each one of those. First of all, it had better not mean that it's risky because you're going to lose more money than you want to. That is a simple basic of any trader, whether you're long-term, short-term, scalping, day trading, it doesn't matter. Every trade you take has a defined risk amount. And that is based on the chart, based on the trade that you're taking. This is one of the advantages, an extremely small advantage compared to all the others of technical trading over any kind of fundamental trading. As you know, there is no such thing as fundamental trading. It's only technical. But on a chart, we have a entry point that we determine is going to be correct based on the strategy that we're using. We have some kind of target area in mind, and we have a stop loss. We have a spot on the chart that says, hey, at this point here, this trade is not what I thought it was. I thought we're in an uptrend or whatever, and if it gets below this level, I don't think it's in an uptrend anymore. Just to keep it simple, those are the basic concepts. So at some point, you want to exit the trade. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to say, hey, at the point that that trade is no longer valid to you, you need to exit. And when you exit, you should have taken share size such that that number of shares at that stop on the chart will generate a loss of X dollars, and X dollars is whatever you've determined to risk on the trade. That's a very simple math concept and a very basic tenant of trading 101. If you don't know that, don't even try trading until you understand that better. In other podcasts I have, or I will discuss the concepts of risk progression and all that, but basically every trade you take has a fixed risk amount, so you never should lose more than that. So a trader saying a trade is risky because you're going to lose too much, doesn't know what they're doing. That's something that should never be the case. And by the way, if you heard the old concepts of, oh, you should limit your loss on any trade to a certain percentage of your account, those are idiots talking when they say that. That is ridiculous. People that are going to lose 8 even 5 4% of their account on a single trade, that's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the percentage of your account. It has to do with the fixed dollar amount. That dollar amount you determine may be a percentage of your account, but you're going to stick to a dollar amount and the trade will be exited when that dollar amount is hit, every trade is different. You could have a lot of shares of one stock that generate that same loss as a few shares of another stock. Stocks have wildly different volatility. Using percentages is a fallacy. You can't do that. So we know that it doesn't mean the amount of money you're going to lose because that's a fixed constant. We'll talk about what it may not be in the last part of this. Well, secondly, maybe somebody means by risky that your chance does not have good odds of winning, of being a successful trade. Does that mean it's a bad trade because it's risky because you feel it's more likely to stop out than not? 
Here's one of the most novice comments that I hear. I get asked that a lot. And sometimes people coming to ask about the DTS trading room, they'll sometimes say, hey, what's your batting average in the room? And I don't mind saying, but when I do, I realize that these people are ignorant of trading in general because batting average does not really matter. Making money is what matters. You could have a batting average. And by that, I mean the percentage of trades you get right. You could have a batting average of 75% and lose money hand over fist. You can have a batting average of 25% and make money. It has nothing to do with making money. It's a combination of your batting average and the amount of money you make per trade compared to the amount of money you lose per trade. That latter one is generally called a sharp ratio. It's actually a simplified sharp ratio. And the combination of the two is really what's called expectancy, meaning profitability could be from a variety of different combinations of low batting average, high sharp ratio or high batting average, low sharp ratio. And there is no absolute formula for what is correct. It depends on your trading style. It depends on the charts you're looking at. It depends on the independent setup. It depends how you want to handle the trade. I teach different ways to handle a trade where you could go either way, where you could go for a higher batting average or you go for higher money per trade. So as you see, as I just touched the very surface of that topic, you can begin to see that saying that a trade is risky because it may not work is again, kind of a fallacy, a silly comment to even make. Just for example, let's say you were able to get trades where you had a five to one reward to risk. Now that's not easy to do, but there are ways you can set yourself up to go for those trades. Now they're less likely to be successful, but here's the thing. If you have a five to one winning trade, if that's what you always go for, you only have to get one in six trades right to break even. If you get two in six trades right, that means you made five hours for a day trader, that's a whole week's profit. So it's not quite as simple as to say, hey, I don't think that trade's gonna work, it's a bad trade. You have to look at the whole concept, the whole plan that's going on. So, so far we've discussed that a risk amount is the amount of money you've determined to lose on a particular trade at the most. And that's something you naturally build into. We'll talk about that more in another session. But risk amount, that's one proper use of the word risk. And we know that it's not really appropriate to say a trade is risky because you feel it may stop out more often or because it may lose more money. But the real definition of risk in the world is really discussing things that are unforeseen to happen, not knowing something may happen or having a chance that something unexpected may occur. Well, how does that occur in trading? Well, it occurs in trading, for example, when you hold something overnight. There's nothing wrong with that, but when you hold a stock overnight, you open the door to an unexpected, uncontrolled event. The next day, the stock could gap up or could gap down because the market's closed 17 and a half hours. And as you all know, news comes out in the world about politics, about the market, about the particular stock, about the stock sector, whatever it is. The most common news event that makes stocks open at a different price from which they close, which is called gapping, is the earnings that come out every quarter. So overnight, a stock may change value, and that may be something favorable to you, or it may be something very unfavorable to you. So it's not wrong, but whenever you hold overnight, we now can use the term risk somewhat properly because there is some risk because we don't know where it's going to open the next day. Generally, day trading, we don't have that same risk because we can exit anytime we want, and we're never out of control of the stock. The only exception to that is if the stock were to be halted during the trading day. If you don't go chasing crazy stocks, that would be an extremely rare event. But if you do chase the crazy going off the chart stocks that are at the all-time highs, all-time lows, or news type of stocks, then you are more subject to being something that's going to be halted. I don't ever go after those, so it's not an issue to me.
I suppose you could also lump into that risk category of unknown events is just dumping money into the market, let's say, or a stock without any plan of what to do. Just assuming, hey, I'm going along the market. They say just buy and hold is what to do. You jump in and buy the market and no plan what to do. So you go in at one of the highs, the market starts dropping and you just sit there and sit through it. Well, if you went long at the right time in 2000, 2001, it would have taken you 17 years to get your money back. That's probably not what you planned on. But if you go in with your money with no plan of what to do, you have opened the door to risk because now you are no longer controlling or fixing your loss to what it should be. So basically risk, number one, it can be a risk amount if we use it in that vernacular to discuss how much we're going to fix our loss to any trade if we have a loss. Risk can be used to describe situations where the financial situation is out of control. We hold something overnight. It's not necessarily wrong, but it is riskier to hold overnight. Or anytime you don't have control of your position, such as when you just enter something with any kind of stop loss in place or in mind, and you're just going to hold on to it, stocks go to zero and you could go to zero with that stock. So that becomes very risky to have an unmanaged trade. I'm keeping this one fairly short, but I want to make one final comment about risk. The way I trade traders is to be 100% out of the gates, professional traders on day one. They learn every trick in the book, every nuance that I know. And somebody hearing me teach may say, boy, you're teaching them risky strategies. Well, I'm not because everything I'm teaching is about being more accurate, higher batting average, making more money. But there's a bottom line safety net that everyone has to follow when they start. And that is starting off small risk, actually starting off on paper first. So that anything you're doing, anything you're learning, whatever it is, whatever you consider to be quote unquote risky, it's all being figured out and analyzed while you're not risking money. And then you go to very small risk sizes and you go through a risk progression scale where you build yourself into higher and higher levels of risk and higher profitability. That's the one safety net that you have, and that's your final controlling concept about controlling risk. This kind of branches into other topics that I will get into in other podcasts or topics that I've already gotten into in prior podcasts. This is number 25, so go back and check out the other 24. They come out every Thursday. Make sure to subscribe so you can be notified about new podcasts. If you have any questions, be sure to get a hold of me, all at disciplinetradingstrategies.com, or come check out the Discipline Trading Strategies website. Until next week, this is Paul for DTS. Good trading, everybody. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.